Hey everyone, welcome back to the show. Today in the guest chair, we have a coach whose coaching ride is quite similar to my own. I respect him tremendously because he is breaking down the doors of 707 football and making waves. His name is Coach Kang, and he is Sniper Gang, where Elite is the standard. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, appreciate you for having me, man. Uh, first and foremost, man, I'd like to thank God uh, for allowing us to link up like this so we can go ahead and just, you know, spread the knowledge and, you know, give you a little insight of what we're doing as far as God using us to, you know, pouring it to these kids. Uh, just a little bit about myself, man. Uh I'm in my 30s now, getting old, but, you know, uh, you know, still staying active for these kids. Uh, Sniper Gang came about uh, between me and another guy of mine named Terry Washington. Uh, both of us have sons that's on the team, and, you know, we just like to work hard and, you know, to work our kids hard, man, because I tell my kids all the time, it's just like, you know, you're supposed to get good grades. You're supposed to behave and do what your parents, you know, tell you to do, but... When you're doing extracurricular activities, man, no matter if it's football or the chess club, man, if you're going to participate in something, you give it your 100% support. And, you know, me as a parent, whatever my son, you know, choose to do, he like to dance and clown and all that other stuff, man. And I just support him at any and everything he does. Uh, I do own a business, tattoo business called Born Awful, based out of Jacksonville, Florida. Uh, if people are familiar with it, man, you can check us out on Born Awful on Instagram and on Facebook. Uh, we've been doing real good as far as business goes, and it has been allowing me to, you know, do what I'm doing today as far as, you know, the 707 Sniper Gang situation. Uh, that's basically it, man. <laughs> Just a little quick little insight. Okay. And I thank you for giving that background because I didn't know all of that from your re- for reading your bio. And yes, following sir. you, um, I can relate to that completely. I think a lot of times, you know, when we go to these tournaments, how our team plays represents us. And it's such a linear picture. But, you know, no one's journey can be like that. So we have ups and downs, you know, our career, living situation, being in a field. You know, you may not want to be, but, you know, it's all a learning experience and strengthens us. Um, so, 100% agree. So with that, so throughout this time, were you working with players on the side? And what was your first side hustle you had? Uh, side hustle, like I say, man, uh, just work, really working out with my son and uh, a kid named, you know, Tyrell Washington, which is a good friend of mine, uh, son. And we just started out, you know, just training ourselves. And, you know, a lot of parents start picking up and they start seeing the results in our kids. And, you know, they start reaching out like, hey, man, do you guys work out? What do you guys do? 
outside of, you know, the regular season football, the 11 on 11. And, you know, we just, we kind of did it around by the time my son was like seven or eight years old. Uh, we did it around that time. And, uh, you know, we got a, we got a good team together, man. My, my kids been playing seven on seven since seven, eight years old. So, you know, enough parents had brought their kids on board with us and we just started working them in. We had successful seasons, man, since then, since eight years old. They're 11 years old now, so it's all like third or fourth year into the seven-on-seven season, so we're doing pretty good. Okay, and were you ever at the point where you felt overworked and, like, underpaid, for instance? Um, I coached in an extra league this past season, and when I tried to, you know, in a sense, side hustle for money, I found myself loathing it. But when they told me, you know, I couldn't be paid for it, it had to be volunteering, I got so much more enjoyment from it. Oh, man, I, outside of just my son, man, I just, I love just, like, seeing every kid that I touch or every kid that we touch, excuse me, because it's a, it's a team effort, man. I, I wouldn't be able to do this without, you know, Terry Washington and the rest of the, you know, the good, you know, parents and grown-ups, adults that we have on our staff, man. But, you know, I don't mind, man. I, I came into the situation knowing that it wasn't going to be, you know, I wasn't going to be paid. Came into that situation, and, man, I, I just love it, man, just to see kids that's not even mine, you know, producing. So I don't mind not, you know, not – I mean, I, I'm successful enough, you know what I'm saying, to where, you know, right now, man, I just get an enjoyment out of, you know, watching these kids have fun and, and learn the game. That's about it. Yeah, it's the process of everything that gets you going, you know. Um, yes, sir. So how did the idea for Sniper Game come about? Uh, it just came about because a good friend, friend of mine in uh, Miami, Fort Lauderdale, uh, Sniper Gang is actually a, a real deal clothing line. And uh, man, he was just he had came up with the idea like, man, let's let's touch the youth. And you know, I was I was on board with that. So uh, you can check their their page out on Instagram at Sniper Gang uh, dot com or whatever you want to. That real deal website clothing line. Sports apparel, you name it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So, like, like Kodak wears and stuff. Right, 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 right. And everybody, if you don't know that, people just kind of think like, oh, Snapping Games, dealing with guns. Mm-hmm. No, man, like it's a popular clothing line that, uh, you know, kids, you know, kids love Kodak, you know, regardless of what he stands for and what he does outside of the music, you know, you know, this, you know, life is based on music and, you know, what we listen to today. Uh, and kids just gravitate to it. You know what I'm saying? And like I said, he made a clothing line out of it and the kids love it, man. You know, we, we don't we don't we don't call ourselves Snappy Gang and just run around just rapping the music and stuff like that. Again, it's just a stamp, you know, that we go by. You gotta name your team something. So that's where we kinda at first we was called Untouchables. And then, you know, uh I got with my guy in Fort Lauderdale and you know, he just gave us the go ahead on that because you know we don't want no lawsuits. Right, right. So he, yeah, yeah. So he cleared that up and you know, we've been rocking like that ever since. And so, you know, you're preaching to the choir with that because I'll listen to um, this podcast, the Side Hustle Pro podcast, and when it came time to do it, you know, I was just lucky to have a friend who had a line brother with a studio and produces podcasts, and I just went with it. You know, you had to step out on everything you wanted to do and get it done. Yes, sir. And so what about you? What were some of the first steps you took to having a 7-on-7 team, period, and then also the other services that you offer? Oh, first step was, I want to say, just getting our name and brand out there. And that that takes a lot of, you know, uh, 
you know, sponsorship and, you know, finding the right people to sponsor you and also just advertising, you know what I'm saying? Just getting it out there on all social media platforms. You know, the more people just see it just popping up everywhere, they want to know, you know what I'm saying? So uh, I'll say that. And then, you know, outside of that, man, you know, kids love, like, kids don't want to be bored, man. Kids like everything bright and flamboyant, man. So when we did our uniforms, man, we just, we made sure people, we turned heads when we was at little tournaments, you know what I'm saying? And then, you know, we the, we the smallest kids in the tournaments and it's just like, man, as soon as we walk in, you know, people just see it. People see Sniper Gang and, you know, they see our kids just real bright bright and vibrant and, you know, ready to play the game, man. So I think our, our brand just, it kind of like, it sold itself, you know what I'm saying? It wasn't really too much we had to do as far as, you know, ins and outs, as far as it being a difficult situation, man, we kind of jumped right into it and it's just been successful. Now, I will say this, it's just like, man, me and Terry used to have, we couldn't pay kids to come out. Now, it's just like, man, we just had two tryouts. Man, we dealing with 60 plus kids, man. <laughs> like, it's a blessing. And so, you know, I go to a lot of tournaments around the area and try to soak up what I can and then also, you know, just talk to coaches and speak with them for when I host my own tournament um, this Memorial Day weekend and the other things I want to do this summer. But, yes, but when I think of Sniper Gang, you know, I think of you guys as a strong brand and, you know, you're making waves in the in the arena of 707 football. So how were you able to get into that point, you know, and then also – you know, via marketing, you know, at what point did you feel like you started that transition of, like you just said, you know, we couldn't get kids in the beginning, but now, you know, we got this many kids coming for a tryout. Right. Well, just, just me and uh, my homeboy, Terry Washington, I just, our pedigree, man, like we expect the most out of our kids. So that triggered down to, you know, everybody else's kids, man. Like, you know, again, like if you do something, man, just we want your hundred percent effort. We want your hundred percent effort, and it's just like it really just trickled down to the kids and it just sell itself. So when we get into those tournaments, like, hey, man, we gotta we gotta win. We gotta make noise in these tournaments just so people can pay attention to us, man. So you know, our first couple of tournaments in Georgia, the pylons. We, you know, we brought home the hardware, and you know, we just getting our name out there, man. We loud. We, I tell like I tell our kids. You know, be respectful, but when them cameras on, show out in front of them cameras. Show out in front of them cameras because you never know who watching. You know what I'm saying? So do your job, but show out in front of them cameras because you never know who watching. So the brand just sell itself, and our kids just, you know, they respond to that, man. I can't say enough. They respond to it. So with your 707, how do you structure your off-season training? And then also, if you do in-season training, because – I'm interested to know, you know, what coaches around the area say about you working with their kids, you know, if you're doing it in season. Uh, during the season, man, we 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 busy, man. I, I tell you that, man. My son played for uh one of the top teams in the country. Uh they based out of Ocala. Right now I'm in Jacksonville, this is where I stay at. It's my hometown. The Ocala I love Pride. my city. Is it the Ocala? Yeah, Pride? Northside Pride. Yeah, yes, yeah, Northside yeah. Pride. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, my son was one of the one of the select the few people in Jacksonville that played on that team. Great group of guys down there, but you know, ain't nothing like home, man. And you know, when, when I'm home, you know, I work out as much as I can with my son and you know, the select the few kids that I can reach out to. Because again, 
you know, you're dealing with 10 and 11 year olds right now, man. These these kids can't get up in the morning and, you know, crank their car up and get to, get to the work. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. So it's, it's a parent situation right now because dealing with these kids, they so young. And that's one, man, my biggest fear of my guy is <clears throat> hopefully I don't work my son, overwork him enough to where, you know, once he able to drive now and get to these workouts himself, you know, that he can get to him without me even having to ask. You know what I'm saying? I could just call him and be like, man, where you at, son? And he had a workout. He had a trainer. You know what I'm saying? Right. So that's one of my biggest situations. But at right now, 10, 11 years old, man, they take a village, man. And when I say that, parents got to be on board <laughs> with whatever with whatever the program doing. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, we doing the 707 situation, man. You got to have participation from the parents. You know what I'm saying? Look, Parents, we we be getting together on a Sunday, everybody off, you know, bring the kids out. You know, I don't go chasing nobody and stuff like that. So whoever bring their kids out, them the kids that get that work. Because I tell you one thing, it's just like when you in a game or you somewhere and then your kids, you have nothing to do with your kids. People see who working and who ain't working. You know what I'm saying? The work going to always show at some point. So I, I usually tell mine and, you know, select a few kids that I work out with, man. Hey, man, the work is going to show all the time. And, and know, it don't never stop. You got guys in the NFL not still work. So it ain't going to never stop. But, yeah, I totally agree with what you said, Coach. You know, the one thing I noticed from my time doing parts and rec is that those parents, they'll work for you and do whatever you need once they see how hard you work for their kids. You know, it don't yes, matter. Sir. Wherever you need them to go, you know, um, if you need something, need them to bring something, they'll they'll go for you like nobody harder than they kids, really, just because the work you're doing. And so with that, um, I wanted to ask, when starting, did you reach out to coaches or research the area and see what players in the area needed or realize, you know, that you had something different that you can bring to kids in your area? Man, we realized we just had something different, man. It's, it's, it's just a swag, man, just how men, you know, Terry carry ourselves, how our kids carry themselves, man. And we good guys at the end of the day, man. So, you know, a lot of parents and coaches gravitate to that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm a parent first, but I'm a little knowledgeable of the game, man. Like, I ain't, I ain't, I wasn't the man in high school or college or went to the NFL or nothing, but I got, you know, sports sense. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not the type of guy that, you know, always feel like I'm right, you know what I'm saying, about sports. So, you know, different little things. I bounce off ideas, man. And when you're getting with other good coaches that know what they're talking about, like, it just makes the game a little bit easier to teach to these kids because you can just bounce off ideas from the next coach. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, for me and, like I say, Terry, we got a good staff as far as, you know, the help that we have, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to Coach Fred, Freddie Highsmith. He one of the uh, best defensive coaches in Jacksonville, man. And, you know, me and him bump heads a lot. But, man, I never take nothing away from his coaching knowledge of the game and, you know, what he's accomplished, you know, at the youth level and as well as the high school level. You know what I'm saying? So it, it's more people than that. But, you know, coaches like him and they trickle from Deontay and a few other people I could just, I could just name people, man. But – you know, I like to be around them type of guys to where, you know, man, they make it fun and a, a good environment. And these kids is actually learning whether I say something to them or the next the next coach. You know what I'm saying? So 
man, it's just how we carried ourselves, man. And just a lot of coaches and parents wanted to be a part of it. And it's easy process. And, you know, I think 707 is an awesome way to build awareness to what you bring to the community. And I'm working on that currently with our events, Memorial Day weekend in the summer. Um, when you attend tournaments, what have you learned? And then also, what has surprised you the most about having a 707 team? Uh, what I've learned, you know, when attending these 707 tournaments, man, games go by real quick, man. Games go by real quick. You know, your players got to be locked in. I tell them, man, and this is something that I'm going to really step down their throat on this year. Man, when we in between them lines, we go in the war. Like, you know, confidence is half the battle. You know what I'm saying? So when you go into in between them lines, when you going into the war, already feeling like you're going to come out the victory, the, the victor. You know what I'm saying? Like, that that's buying. Then all you got to do is just go and perform. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like the hardest thing, seven on seven wise, is, you know, just time management, man. You got to know that. You know, the first and second downs, man, are the most important downs, <laughs> you know, when you're on offense. Right. And, you know, when you're on defense, man, it's just not giving up the big play. Uh, I say that. Uh, what I what I like and, you know, what I'm exposed to in 7-on-7, seven seven, man, it's just a lot of great athletes everywhere, no matter where you're in Jacksonville, Miami, Tampa, wherever. It's just a, it's fun to see. You know what I'm saying? So it's not it's not really nothing negative that I would say I learned from seven on seven man. Seven on seven is a great circuit for athletes, you know, whether they DBs, receivers, quarterbacks, running backs, it's a great, great experience. You know what I'm saying? And that's just something I learned from these past years, just playing, man. And then the game get faster as these kids get older. So that means you gotta get more knowledgeable of the game. In what you instill in these kids, you know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. Yeah. And so you know you do have to balance what you are doing to better your business, and then also connect with players in your community. And so I consider you know that the people that follow you, those are my audience that I'm trying to reach. So how do you right. know where to find your players, and then also how do you market Sniper Game? Oh, uh, I market Sniper Game. Or well, let me start out with this. Uh. As far as finding the players, man, we, we really just we, – we have, like, a great main core of kids that's always on the team. <laughs> and not to say that, you know, daddy ball or nothing like that, man, because I tell people, man, if – well, I'd be the first to tell somebody, man, if my son isn't, you know, not worthy but not up to par, then, you know, that, that means I have to step away and either – we step away for good because this is not what he want to do. Or we step away for a moment to get him up to speed. You know what I'm saying? But the problem that I have is, man, my kid loves the game. He gets, he constantly gets better every year. So for me, it's start. I can't speak for everybody, but for me, it starts with my kid. Man, my kid is, my kid is one of the kids where he meet anybody in the room. He gonna be, fr he, he's friendly. You know what I'm saying? Like people gravitate to my kid, man. So. You know, uh, my kids, Clamp Champ on Instagram. That's one of the Instagram handles I had gave to you. Uh, he's a pretty, you know, likable kid, man. And in Jacksonville, man, kids just, when they see me, they don't even worry about me. They're like, hey, coach, man, where, where's Champ at? You know what I'm saying? Yes, so, there's another kid like that, which is Terry Washington's son, uh, Tyrez Washington. His name is the Ty Guy on Instagram. He's the same type of kid. So, we're just like, 
the kids in the city just gravitate around those selective kids. And it's just not my son and Terry's son, man. There's a few other kids. And then they just, you know, they have their own phone. You know, they communicate on Instagram. So basically, our kids kind of like recruit themselves. You know what I'm saying? And then that's how we've been able to been able to form a team easier within these last couple of years. Uh, how I advertise Sniper Game, like I said, man, social media is a powerful thing. Uh, I have a great business, man. My business wouldn't be where it is today if it wasn't for social media. Like I said, the Instagram, Facebook platforms, uh, your Twitter, YouTube, man, all platforms where you're able to expose your business, whatever you're doing, your kids, is great exposure. People gonna always look at it. You know what I'm saying? So it was pretty easy for me to, you know, uh, advertise the Snappy Game brand mainly through our Instagram. Whether my son posts something or you know, other kid posts something, it all comes back to that one circle as far as Snappy Game goes. And again, like I say, when you say Snappy Game and you think about the first person you think about is Kodak. So when you put seven on seven with it, it's just like dang, people want to see who these kids are. I believe, man, we're the only sniper game in Florida at this point. I don't know who else is using it outside of Florida, but in Florida, I feel like we're the only team with that stamp. Man, we done been everywhere from Jacksonville to Atlanta, all the way to Miami and Fort Lauderdale doing uh, 707s, and we have been the only sniper game. So for us, it's easy to advertise because when you see Snapper Game, that's the same Snapper Game from Jacksonville. You know what I'm saying? It may be two teams, three teams. Right now, man, we're working on four teams right now, so we constantly growing. Okay. Um, yeah, it, I, like I said, I went to the tournament, and it was just the enthusiasm that you all had. You know, I definitely yes, sir. knew I had to try to talk to you or just find out more about your organization. Yes, sir. Um, before we get into the lightning round, I wanted to ask you, about balance. Um, how do you balance your full-time job with Sniper Game? Uh, like I said, man, I'm, I own a tattoo shop, man. I'm pretty much... Because <laughs> I, I play for... Like I said, my son plays for Ocala Pride, too, and I'm a coach at, on the team, man. So, man, I'm doing pretty good where, man, I can pull in and pull out as much as possible and, you know, be able to maintain the shop and maintain... Uh, my kids again i had i don't i don't just have one son i have three kids two girls and then my son man my son is the most expensive uh because you know he he's into more you know uh athletic things than my uh daughters you know what i'm saying but man i'm blessed man i'm blessed to uh be able to own the business and be able to make my own schedule to where i can tend to my kids and you know be able to do something i love man i love tattooing and, you know, I love being there for my kids, no matter what they're doing. So, man, that's pretty much, man, how I, I juggle, man. It's, it's not really hard, man. Sometimes, man, if I have to, right now, you know, they kids, man. So if I have to just stop everything, get all the way in my work mode, I do it. But it haven't been too many times where that has been the case. Because, you know, I've been doing, I've been, God blessing me right now. I can't say, I can't stress that enough, man. Okay, so now we're going to the lightning round, Coach. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay, what is a resource that has helped you in coaching that you can share with the Volunteer Your Purpose audience? 
uh, resource, being around great coaches. Okay. That's my main resource, being around great coaches. Okay. What about what has been a book? I'm sorry, what has been the best book that has helped you directly with coaching and running Sniper Game? The best book? Uh, I haven't. I, I read a lot of – I'm into stocks, man, so I read a lot of stuff uh, involving stocks. Uh, I actually – I'm getting into this guy called Wall Street uh, Trapper. Man, he did time in jail, and, you know, he kind of gave you uh, insight on life. So I kind of, with the insight that he gave me on life, I kind of trickulate that down to, you know, me handling my kids and not procrastinate. You know, if you're going to do something, do it. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. that's the same, that's the same type of behavior your kids are going to have. You know what I'm saying? So I just use those type of insights to, you know, handle my kids and the way I go about life. You know what I'm saying? And you say it's called Wall Street Trapper? Wall, Wall Street Trapper, man. He got a book, man. He got a clothing line. You can go on YouTube and just check out his stuff, man. A real articulate black man. You know what I'm saying? And I relate to him because he ain't just he ain't just giving me the word in a suit and tie. Right. He got a hoodie on. He got a hoodie on. Uh, you know, uh, very rest in peace, Trayvon Martin. He got a hoodie on, man. That's the type of vibe I get from a real powerful dude. What is a non-negotiable part of your daily routine? Uh, non-negotiable man. Uh, blaming other people. That's that's that that's a real non non-negotiable for me, man. Uh, a lot of times, you know, we blame everybody but ourselves. With you know why things ain't going right with us. You know what I'm saying? And if you wake up every day and you know if something ain't going right, you know how many times you could just say it's your fault? How many times have you ever said, man, you know what? It's my fault. You know what I'm saying? Like. Let's stop blaming other people for, you know, why we ain't make something happen. So that's a non-negotiable for me, personally. What is a personal habit that has significantly helped you in coaching? Uh, a personal habit I have is, you know, going on, you know, YouTube or, you know, whether it's Facebook, somewhere online, man, you know, the phone, the internet is a powerful thing, man, whether it's any platform, man, and just obtaining knowledge, obtaining knowledge from other people, man, whether it's YouTube, uh, whether it's a coach in the city, anything. So going somewhere and trying to obtain knowledge of the game, whether it's 707 or 11 on 11 football. Okay. Okay. I got you. Um, what is your parting advice for fellow coaches? Those who have like ventured off and created their own team, who wants to lead youth in their own way, but you know they're worried about the resources and having enough to be successful. Oh, uh, my advice would be, man, just whether you ain't got, whether you don't have the support like that or not, man. Because like I said, man, me and Terry, we started with little support. You know, we just we had our select a few homeboys and and they kids, and we just started it from scratch. And it's kind of like doing it for the kids, man. Like we ain't have sponsors, man. We we came out of pocket. We still coming out of pocket to this day. You know what I'm saying? And with with the resources and help. You know what I'm saying? So when you really buckle down and do this for the kids and make it worth your while, man. So with, with, whether you have the resources or not, starting out, man, just make sure everything that's going on when you starting your seven seven is about these kids and these kids is able to learn 
and have fun playing the game that they love because they wouldn't even be on your seven on seventeen if they ain't love the game of football. You get what I'm saying? Yes, sir. So, You're right about that. Yeah, yeah. So I just, you know, make sure you got a good group of kids, good group of parents and coaches. And then, you know, just install that situation, man. Let these kids know that they're going to have fun. They're going to learn. And make let them know that this is all about them, not us. We done had our time. So that's what I would tell, you know, people who who trying to start day seven on seven from scratch or anything else, man. And my final question for you is, is he- if heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say about your work with youth when you arrive at the pearly gates? What, what would I like to hear him say about me handling the youth? Yes, sir, working with the youth. Oh, man, to be honest, man, whatever he, as long as I'm up there, man, whatever he tells me, God willing, man, I'm going to be appreciative of it. But as far as the youth situation, uh, my envisionment would be him saying, man, you ain't just touched your child, Mr. King, you touched hundreds and thousands of other kids you know they they you know your child isn't the only one that cried at your funeral you know what i'm saying that little boy who you helped at six seven years old man he he took it harder than your son you know what i'm saying so that's what that's that's what i kind of want to hear you know what i'm saying if i envision that you know what i'm saying god willing coach kane go oh go ahead go ahead yeah no just me just impacting uh, other kids, man, because man, my son is I ain't gonna say he's spoiled, man, but you know, he a good kid, man. He he get he get, you know, predominantly what he want, but he gotta earn it. You know what I'm saying? Like the quicker the quicker you can get that new iPhone, the quicker you can lose it. You know what I'm saying? I don't I don't reward you for getting good grades and behaving in school and being good to your mama. I reward you for doing extracurricular activities and you giving a hundred percent at them and you and you're good at it. You know what I'm saying? That's what I reward you for. My only job as a father is to put food in your mouth and clothes on your back and make sure you get your education. But anything extra is just extra. And that's what I reward you for. So you know with my with my kid, you know, I treat him like it's a job, man. Like the football is a job for you, man. You do good, man. You're gonna get your check, man. You can get paid <laughs> right now. You get your little cell phone the PS5. You know what I'm saying? So I treat all kids like that. They don't get the same thing to that magnitude, but I make sure I reward all kids, man, and let them know they're doing good. You got to uplift kids, man, because that trickle down to when they're adults. You know what I'm saying? They're young right now, so they ain't going to always get their way. But within the storm, whether it's good or bad, you got to make sure you uplift people. That's just not kids. That's just people in general. But that's all I had to say about that as far as my last little ending in the comments, my, my guy. Coach Kang of Sniper Gang, where elite is the standard. I really appreciate you coming on and volunteering your purpose. Hey guys, thanks for listening to Volunteer Your Purpose. Volunteer Your Purpose is taped at Oasis Podcast Studio, Tallahassee, Florida. If you want to find me online, I'm at Beast Youth Sports on Instagram, and that's B E A S T Y. O-U-T-H Sports and Beast Youth Sports on Twitter and that's B-E-A-S-T Y-T-H S-P-O-R-T-S and as always if you love the show subscribe rate and review 
on iTunes, Spotify, or whatever podcast platform you choose to listen to us. As always, thanks guys and talk to you next week.